genre. All right, let's see what the damage is. I've never been down here. What is this? We come down here for training. It's sort of like a danger room. Looks like everything's still okay aside from the power outage. <sighs> I was hoping this would be the case. I had the ceiling reinforced after we blew through the floor of the shop during all that, you know, business with the Nexus. Well, at least one good thing came out of me merging with an AI supercomputer. Let's see if we can't do something about the lights in here. Charlotte? Is that the junction box over there? It is. I'll hold the torch for you. Is this even going to work? The power's out on the whole block. You know, because of the explosion? That's because the whole block was running on the same grid interface that the shop did. We just need to switch it all over to the default interface and... Voila. Wow. I think it's actually creepier with the lights on. Why are we even here? Can't we go to someone's apartment or something? Yeah, I don't like this. Feels like we're standing in Mjolnir's grave. William will be looking for us. With the law in his pocket, he can easily find where the underdogs live and track us down. So, none of us can go home? I'm afraid not, Lamb. Man, today just keeps getting better and better. We have to be smart. Think out our every move from here on out. Well, what makes this place so safe? I kept the plans for it on a private network and paid for all the construction with cash to avoid a paper trail. William has no idea this place exists. Even I didn't know about it, and I know way more about our assets than he does. So, we've got eyes off us. For now. What's our next move? Are we even moving? Is there even a point in having a next move? Feels like we lost everything. Yeah, it kind of does. This is insane! An hour ago, the shop still existed. I could go outside, I could go to my house and watch TV, and now I can't do any of those things because my life is just suddenly over, and I just... I can't! Oh, I'm sorry. Is this your first time? And what's the deal with these guys being here? Aren't they the bad guys? We all worked as a team to escape the Supermax together. I think we can help each other. (laughs) Help each other? Madison tried to kill me. Ugh, get over it. Yes, it's probably fair to say that everyone in this room has wronged someone else in this room. But with a little time and training, I trust we can all make right on our wrongs. Hey now, wait a minute. All of these people cannot be having redemption arcs when I'm already in the midst of my own. This is moral chaos. I should be the only one because that's what made me special when I was the first, so I clearly had dibs. My 30s have basically been a non-stop redemption arc, okay? Settle down. So, we can't go home, we can't be seen in public or talk to anyone, and we're stuck here because it's the only place we know where nobody will look for us. Sounds familiar. We're more underdogs than civilians now. Maybe we should try to focus on that for the time being. I want to focus on something I can punch. So, should we train? You know what? Screw it. Why not? Mind if I tag along? I've always wanted to hit up a superhero gym. You guys got one of those salmon ladders like that arrow guy? Well, it can be anything you want it to be. Here, give me a sec to plug in directly and I'll start the digitization process. The what? Wait, where's the training room? Room? Where we're going... We don't need room. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night, Episode 37, Filling the Void. Written by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, and Cass Fredrickson. Oh, hey, an endless white void. Haven't been in one of these in a while. Uh, are we dead? It seems like we're dead. This is freaking me out. What's the opposite of claustrophobia? Because I think I have that. Kinophobia. Fear of empty space. Of course you know that. Uh, Does anybody know what's going on? New program installing. New program? Victor, are you doing this? Definitely not. I'm trying to block the program, but I can't even stay connected. Guys, I don't think I can even pull us out. What does that mean exactly? Please don't tell me we're trapped in here. New program installed. Ah! Watch out for the... rising walls? 
Oh god, they're boxing us in. Why did you jump over there? I am not trapping myself with you in a room for all eternity. Seriously? Okay, so nobody's dead, right? I mean, I think we're already dead, so... Right! Bunch of blank walls. How inspired. Something tells me this isn't supposed to be inspiring. Oh, good. You're with me. Did anybody end up by themselves? Uh, I'm with Janet and Joel. I'm with the hot tiny nerd and the hot tall robot. Not a robot. Not a... wait. Hot? I'm with the husbands. Is that really what you've all been calling me and Elliot? Yes. Yes. And I'm with Mindy and... Carmichael. Was that a happy resigned sigh? I think we're in some kind of maze. Everybody, stay with your group. Make your way to the middle. Maybe if we all get there, we can reboot the system or something and get the hell out of here. I hope. I guess... this way? So... weird group combo, huh? You're an overachiever, right? I don't recognize you. Janet, and it's fine. Nobody recognizes me. Literally my superpower. But I'm trying to come to terms with it. Being unrecognized and forgotten for the rest of my mortal existence. And probably after that. Oh, dope. Good to meet you. I'm Joel. We've met before. You cast me in a movie back when I was famous. (laughs) Sure. Wait, really? Technically, it was a three-picture deal. God, this sucks so much. You'd think I'd be used to it by now, but it hurts. Every time. I mean, it might not count for much, but I remember you, Janet. It actually counts for a lot. Thank you. You're Gwen, right? I remember you too. Yep, that's me. Gwen Allen, underdog, team leader, walking disaster. (laughs) Same. The walking disaster part, anyway. I would say out of the three of us, you're probably handling all of this the best right now. Mm, I'm a pretty good actress. An actress? Hold hold up. Janet? Janet Stokely. The, the, the Liberty Saga. My Hollywood franchise. Wow, that feels like five years ago. Time is meaningless in the void. But direction is not. Hey, Alan, you sure we're going the right way? Actually? (laughs) No! I have no idea where we're going. This is like the second dead end we've hit in a minute. Why are there so many dead ends? Why does this feel like a metaphor for something? Here, I'll take care of it. I have an impeccable sense of direction. Gotta remember to delegate, Alan. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. No worries. Time to put the old coloring book puzzle strategies to work. We got this. Hey, are you doing okay? What? Yeah, of course. Of course, I'll be fine. Thanks for asking. Sorry, was that a weird thing to ask? I know we barely know each other. I'm just not used to talking to anybody who isn't Cosmo or Madison. No one that remembers me anyway. That sounds legitimately awful. I guess Cosmo's not so bad. He goes off on really intense tangents about TV shows I've never heard of, but... He's funny, and he's nice to me. Madison, though, I don't really know what to do about her. Can I ask you something personal? Uh, sure. Go for it. Remember when we first met? I just got my powers, and you stopped me from doing something really stupid and hurting all those people. And you told me how you watched all my old vlogs to help you cope with your girlfriend breaking up with you? Of course. You know, I really meant all of that. I'm so sorry we couldn't do more to help you. It's not your fault. I'm the one who fled the scene. But anyway, my question is... How did you... know... that you're gay? Oh! That, uh, that is not the question I was expecting. Um, I guess I just... always have? Part part of me, anyway. Took some trial and error to figure it out, but now it's actually one of the few things about me that I actually feel comfortable with. Is that part of what's confusing? About Madison? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the trauma bonding talking, but I've never really felt like this about another girl before, and 
I even told her that. And sometimes she actually seems into it, but then she turns around and completely ignores me. And it's not like I need any more of that in my life right now, because I definitely don't, but... She sounds like bad news. Eavesdropping isn't nice. I know, bad, Joel, but I have some hard-won wisdom to dispense here. I've dated people like that. They're just addicted to the attention. There was this one dude. What? Sorry, I just didn't realize you dated men. My Kadar is usually so good. Labels aren't really my bag, but I guess I'm technically pan. Life's too short to not hook up with somebody hot. Whatever. Anyway, we were messaging back and forth, even went out a few times. I actually really liked him, but he just thought it was flattering or something and wasn't really interested. So after a while, he ghosted me. Wow. People suck. Eh, sometimes. But you learn to live with it and you move on. I think out of the three of us, he's actually handling everything the best. All a matter of perspective, newbie. Has the past year been a total shit show for me? <laughs> Absolutely. Going from running a company to digging through hotel trash for scraps doesn't feel too great. But I try not to think about it too much. You just gotta keep moving, right? Gotta keep at it, gotta stay busy. Can't stand still for too long or you get stuck. I wish it was as easy as not thinking about it too much. I overthink everything constantly. I hate it. I Sometimes I wish I never agreed to be team leader. It would be so much easier that way. Why did you then? Did they make you? No, not, not really. I wasn't expecting to be offered it at all. It's not like anybody just looks at a lesbian and is like, hey, lead us. And we weren't on public as superheroes yet, but I guess I just felt obligated. Like, am I doing enough for feminism or whatever? Though that's a whole other can of worms. And at first it was pretty good. We were helping people, but the crazier everything got, it, it just got so overwhelming so fast. So then I focused on the shop and that helped, but now. Yeah, you know, I think I legitimately love that place. I'm gonna miss her. I just... I don't know what to do. Everyone is counting on me to lead them right now, and I couldn't even lead us out of this maze. You'll figure something out. You've changed a lot since I first met you at Nostalgia, Alan. Back then, you could barely make eye contact during a conversation, and now look, you're a goddamn superhero. You're resilient, resourceful, and you have a good mind for business, too. I'm really proud of you. That's... Wow. Thank you, Joel. I know I'd be down for being part of whatever team you're leading, Gwen. See? Newbie gets it. Honestly, I'm just happy to be here with you guys. Who knows where I would be if I never... Oh! Hey! Look! We made it! Wow. So quiet. I actually kind of miss Janet and Cosmo squawking at me. So... Hot robot, you guys use this place to train. How does that work? Okay, look, for the last time, my name is Victor, and I'm not a robot. Kinda look like one back in the real world, or whatever. It's an anatomically correct android facsimile of my old body that I now inhabit with my techno-consciousness. So... a robot. <sighs> Never mind. Yeah, the underdogs use this space to train. Before, I would use my powers to load up different programmed scenarios for them, but I'm not actually sure what they've been doing lately, but with my extended vacation and all. Hey, tiny nerd, what have you been doing to train? Got any pointers? Hello? <sighs> Rude. Why are you so interested anyway? We haven't been trained at all. I've had minimum wage retail jobs more organized than whatever the hell Charlie's doing. Yikes. Tell me about it. Zero structure, zero guidance, no expectation other than to just magically be able to work together. And then she gets all uppity because we can't pull something off when we don't even know how. I mean, back home, at least I know exactly how much of a disappointment I am for my parents, instead of this constant guessing game. Rough home life, huh? I guess. Whatever. It is what it is. They either ignore me or they don't, but at least I have some semblance of control. These stupid powers are the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I've been stuck in a bunker with people I can't stand for months. 
I miss graduation. Everyone probably thinks I'm dead. And I don't even know how they work, really. I can barely control them, and the person who promised to help me get better isn't actually helpful at all. So, yeah, excuse me for being interested in some basic training. No, I hear you. Geez, no wonder Charlie was trying so hard to get me to lead you guys. Literally anything would be better than what's going on right now. So I, for one, welcome our new robot overlord. Just as long as the superhero boot camp program comes with. Well, I was in the military. Not surprising. You have the vibe. Yeah. Uh, what you are saying earlier about structure, part of that is why I enlisted in the first place. I felt like my life was spiraling out of control, so I figured it would be good for me. I've heard a lot of people talk about how they felt like they had a way better handle on everything after they got out, because of all that routine that's been drilled into their heads. So, did it work? <laughs> no. Uh, turns out I only like structure if I'm the one doing the structuring. I hated it. I couldn't wait to get out. Then when I was honorably discharged and everyone started calling me a war hero, I hated that too. Because honestly, the only reason I was in the right place at the right time back then is because I technically wasn't following orders. But you did the right thing. That's what matters. Oh, so you do talk. Thank God. I thought I was going to be jealous of Mindy for all eternity for finding the brooding, silent type. Whoa, what? You and Mindy? Did that happen when I was gone? Uh, we're not dating. But I suppose I have been brooding. What's on your mind, Simon? My... father? Ooh, and daddy issues? Nice. Jealous again? You feel like talking about it? Not really, no. Sometimes it helps. I know, but it's not... Logical? I was gonna say useful, but when you put it like that... Maybe I should talk about it. Embrace the emotional part of me. Part of me that isn't like him. Well, lots of people feel like they're their parents, Simon. <laughs> I'm sure they do. But I'm scared of it. Terrified of turning into him. Treating other people the way he's always treated me. I've been scared of that happening for so long, but now it feels inevitable. Like, no matter what I do, no matter what choices I make, I'm just going to end up in the same place. And I can't deal with that. I can't let that happen. There, there has to be something I can do. Uh, of course there is. Just don't be like him. I wish it were as simple as that. But it is. And it isn't. I mean, there's some things you can change and some things you can't. You can't control who your parents are, where you came from, or how you grow up. But you can decide what you're going to do with that. How you're going to react to it, at least to a certain extent. Nobody has any say who they end up related to, but you get to decide who you call family. You know, you're pretty cool for a robot. Thanks, I guess. I had a lot of time to think recently. Put a lot of things in perspective for me. When you were trapped in the server world? I, I, I may have zoned out when you talked about that part. Explain. I trapped Victor in a program to simulate a sort of dream environment, similar to the one we're in right now. I was supposed to take him right out, but there were complications for several months. Total clarity in less than a year. Congrats. Well, for me, it felt a little longer. Oh? How much longer? I guess time passed differently under all that code. From my perspective, it was more like... 30 years. Wait, what? Victor, how did I not know about this? I guess I hadn't told you yet. So... So you're well into your 60s now? Sure, if you look at it from a certain way. Oh my god. Are you gonna throw up? Can you even throw up in here? I... I can't believe this... Victor, how can you even stand to be in the same room as me? Buddy, it's fine. I told you before, it wasn't exactly a prison. It was a gift. I, I mean, at first it wasn't. It's just another mess I'd gotten myself into and another thing I couldn't control. But then it turned out to be exactly what I needed. 
Enough of a structure to keep me grounded, and I had Atlas to keep me company. After a while, everything else just sort of fell away. You spend enough time like that, you stop sweating the small stuff. So don't worry about it. Really. <sighs> Easier said than done. Yeah, I know. But you'll get there. We're here! Finally. Good session for everyone. Don't forget to Venmo me for the group therapy. So, how long do you think this is going to take to find our way out? I don't know. Oh, this must be how lab rats feel. Do you think this is how they feel? Oh, poor little guys. I doubt most rats have to run a maze immediately after losing something important to them. Yeah, fair point. I know we made the right call, but I'm really going to miss that place. Did we? Did we make the right call? What? Of course we did. We did the superhero thing. It was absolutely the right call. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Babe, are you okay? Hmm. I guess. I don't know. I will be. You know, I hate to say it, but maybe this is a good thing. Or, not a good thing, but a new thing. An opportunity for us to start over. What do you mean, start over? We're fugitives! No, I mean after. After all this is taken care of. I can get another teaching job, we can move out of the city like we've been talking about. Whoa, what? Gretchen, we don't even know that there is an after this. <laughs> Why are you bringing this up? You know I deal with stuff by planning things out. And I know you'll miss the shop, but- It just got destroyed! It's still smoldering! I know nobody died, but that's how it feels, and you- you probably don't even get it. You've probably just been waiting for something like this to happen so we could leave. What? Hey, whoa, let's all just take a step back. Elliot, how could you say something like that? Why would I ever want something like this to happen? Why would I ever want to put us and all of our friends in danger? You really think that about me? No, no, I don't, I just... I have been nothing but patient and supportive of you throughout this entire thing. The powers, the shop, all of it. All I've been wanting to do since we could stop hiding at Swift Industries is get our lives back and start over. But you said you needed time to think about it. So I gave you time. And now suddenly I don't get it? Suddenly I'm the bad guy that wants horrible things to happen so that I get my way? The fact that you would even... <sighs> that really sucks, Elliot. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that, that was out of line. Yeah. It was. I'm sorry. And sorry you had to see that, Jeff. It's alright. Not the first time I've seen Mom and Dad fight. I didn't know you guys were moving away. I was gonna tell you, but I... I just hadn't figured out how to break it to you yet. But you could have said something, ma'am. I didn't think you'd take it well. You were so happy about us running the shop together after... everything, and I didn't want to screw that up and upset you all over again. And now, especially with Underdog Comics gone, I just can't up and leave. What if you could? What are you talking about? I was just thinking like, yes, obviously this all sucks. The shop should still be standing and we shouldn't be on the run. We shouldn't have even had to choose. Owning that shop and running it with my best friends, that was my dream job and it was awesome. But I've changed a lot. I think we all have. And I think maybe, I don't know, maybe I've outgrown it. Maybe I needed the shop to get blown off the face of the earth to realize it. And who knows, maybe I'll find something else. Maybe being a superhero is my dream job. Maybe not. But I think Gretchen's right. I think, I think it's time for something new. But Elliot, you shouldn't stay somewhere just so we can hang out all the time. Sure, there was a time when I would have killed for that, but stuff's different now. I, I actually know Gretchen as a person and I can tell she really cares about you. And I'm not worried about our friendship if you both pack up and leave because I know that it's stronger than any amount of distance we can throw at it. Because we're old now. Thank you, Jeff. That means a lot. You are seriously so much cooler than he is. <laughs> oh, right. You guys are still uh, discussing. I'll just um, be over here solving the uh, maze. I just... I don't know what to do. I know there isn't really a life for us in McKinney City anymore, but I don't want to leave. I grew up here. I, everyone I care about is here. We can still come and visit. I know. 
But those nine months you were missing, and then the nine months after that, when we were in the safe house, I felt so lost. I still do. I thought I wanted to run the shop. I thought I wanted to commit to being a hero. But none of it feels right. Nothing does. I don't know what I want anymore. And leaving before I figure it all out again sounds terrifying. Elliot, I know that feeling. Feeling like you're just going through the motions. Lost at sea without an anchor, right? Yeah. That's how I felt before I started teaching. And I'm sorry, but now that I know, now that I've found the thing that gives me a purpose, it's all I want to do. I want to help you find your way, babe, I really do. But I cannot lose mine. I know, I I don't want you to. I love you too much to let you do that to yourself, but I'm not ready yet. So, what exactly are we talking about, Elliot? Aha! You guys, I think I found our rendezvous point. Oh, talk about it later? Later. Definitely later. So, tell me, my good man, just how did an affable fellow like yourself get involved in all this super-powered business? Seriously? You're, you're being serious right now. I think you'll find Maximilian Shelby Carmichael is not one to jest. That's Cosmo Peters, dumbass. You stole his comic book shop from him? It's basically how we all met. My word, that was you? My apologies, sir. Look, it's been so long since that fateful day I'd forgotten what you looked like. We met again after that. (laughs) Now that I don't believe. You're making that up. This is ridiculous. You've been living rent-free in my head for a year. I keep thinking about your big, stupid face and how you ruined my entire life and you don't even care. Look, Costco, I've done a lot of rotten things in the past, but I've turned over a new leaf now. Mindy, tell him how I've turned over a new leaf. I mean, he's found a new leaf. I wouldn't say he's, like, turned it over or anything. That's outrageous. I have undergone significant personal growth lately, and I demand to be celebrated for it. If it wasn't for you, Mjolnir's would still be standing. End of story. What? I don't take responsibility for that at all. That's just it, Carmichael. You never take responsibility for anything. I bet you've just coasted through your whole life without lifting so much as a finger, while the rest of us work our asses off just to keep the lights on. Right, Mindy? Oh, no. No way. Do not drag me into this. Costco, listen. I know you're upset. And believe me, it's not easy losing a whole comic book shop. Those things are awesome. But you can always just get another one, right? I had like half a dozen. I mean, what's the big deal? Well, that's it. Let me at him. (laughs) Hey! Get off of me! Hey, back! Okay, no, no. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, just let me go, and I'll give you anything you want. I want my shop back, you son of a bitch. Hey, 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 come on, break it up. I refuse to be the adult in the room, okay? He's the one who won't relax. You took the only thing I ever loved after Dad died, and you want me to relax? I don't understand. It's just a bunch of cool stuff. You can get more of it if you're so emotional about it. Mjolnir's belong to my family. Those walls had memories. That matters. People like you don't get that because people like you just care about owning stuff. Uh, but- Max! He didn't love the shop because it belonged to him. He loved how it made him feel. <laughs> I mean, he liked that it- Smelled funny and still had a few patches of gross orange carpet from the 70s. He liked the door to the storage room you had to pull on three times just to open it. He liked the old coffee maker. Even though it got really hot and didn't even make that much coffee anymore. And that's all gone. And it sucks. You can't just buy that. You can't just get that back. You guys kept the coffee maker? It looked like a cute little robot. I remember when you were a kid and Jeff had to drag you down to the shop with him. I kind of thought you'd burn the place down someday. I almost did when I turned 17. (laughs) Because if you waited till you were 18, you'd be tried as adult. Right. But I'm glad I didn't. Some pretty cool stuff happened at the shop. I met Simon and everybody else. And I joined a team, which sounds dumb, but all those dweebs are like my family now. Definitely more than my sorority sisters ever were. My whole life would be different without that place. You know, I actually didn't like working there at first. I mean, I never hated it. But after school, I wanted to hang out with my friends, not my old man. 
And boy, would I slack off. He'd catch me in the back room reading Neuromancer, and he'd get so mad. I never really understood why. Till after he got sick and uh, took over for him. <laughs> I remember thinking when Jeff dropped off his resume, Cosmo, do not hire this kid. You're basically hiring 18-year-old you. But I did it anyway. And it was the greatest day of his life. Because he knew he'd never have to work, and I would never fire him. <laughs> I only wanted underdog comics because I love comic book shops. Mother would take me if I did well at school. I don't know, and I love something, I want more of it. Costco, I owe you an apology. You had a fine life before I came barging in. Thanks, man. But my name is Cosmo. Is it? Well, then please accept my apology for that as well, Cosmo. My, this... Turning over a new leaf business is not for the impatient. You'd think it would take no time at all. I mean, it's a leaf. Well, Max, I'm not saying things are totally amended between us, but I do accept your apology. Both of them. Excellent! By Jove, look at that! Hey, I think we found the center! Come on, gang! I'll race you to it! Hey! <laughs> Last one there's a mustachioed Superman! Yeah. I'm not running. Oh, absolutely not. Come on, then. Let's get a move on. And then what? What do you mean? Don't play dumb with me, you know what I mean. When we get out of the maze in the program, and then what? What are you planning to do? I, I don't know yet. I'll figure it out on the way. But, but he's got to pay for what he's done. And if you try to stop me, I, I swear. I agree with you. William deserves everything he has coming to him, and then some. I just don't think you should be the one to- He murdered Henry. Murdered. A and he let me think it was my fault. For years. Just- just to torture me? So what? We should stoop to his level? You'd get sent right back to prison. That's not going to bring Henry back. Nothing is. Think, Lorelei. I don't want to think! I want to be angry. Please, for God's sake, just let me be angry at someone who isn't me for once. <sighs> I'm not saying you can't be angry. Of course you can. You have every right to be. We both do. About a lot of things. I want to put him through hell. I want him to feel... Even a fraction of how I feel right now, how, how I've been feeling for years. He's taken so much from me, Charlotte. He, he took everything. Henry, my bloody company. He took you. He didn't. I, I'm right here. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Truly, I am. But how many years did we lose? How many years have you hated me for what happened? Too many. I never blamed you for it. I thought I deserved it. But now... That's time we'll never get back. Time we could have spent together, as sisters. He took that from us. He stole it. And I want to make him pay for every single day. And he should. But... But all he did was expose a weakness that was already there. What are you talking about? William saw what I couldn't. What I didn't want to see. That whole time, you were you were part of my life again. We are working together, but... But I still resented you. For our childhood, for... For stealing my best friend from me. What? I, I never... I know. I know you never meant to. And I, I was happy for you both. I really was. But some days... That's, that's just what it felt like. Just one more thing you took from me. We were never fully okay back then, Laura, and William knew it. He took advantage of it and made me a part of his plan. You're giving him too much credit. He knew. He knew that if something happened, something I could blame you for, that that would be enough. I, I, I didn't have to blame you. I didn't have to say those things that night, but I did, and I left. And I went back to him just like he planned. 
I was the weak link, just like I've always been. And he used that, and he used me to... You're not a weak link, Charlotte. Then why do I always feel like one? My whole life I've always felt this way. You, Mom, Dad, you're all brilliant, and then there was me. There she goes, weak, stupid, ordinary little Charlotte, disappointment of the Swift family. It's a wonder they never locked me away in the attic. You are not weak. Or stupid. Or even ordinary, though though there's nothing wrong with that. You're easily the strongest, most extraordinary person I know. (laughs) Oh yeah, how do you figure? After Henry died... Well, I'm sure you remember and... And I knew you were grieving too, but somehow, during all of that, you managed to take care of everything. You you protected me. From the press, from strangers, everybody. And even before then, when we were growing up, what they put you through? I can't even imagine. Yet, here you are. With me. After everything. You're as tough as bloody nails, and I won't hear another word to the contrary. You numpty. Thanks. I just wish I could have done a better job. With what? Protecting you when you needed me to. Basically, being a big sister, I guess. Lore, none of that was your fault. I know it wasn't, but... What you said earlier, at the convention, about all those times you thought I was trying to put you down, and all I wanted to do was build you up. I wish I'd known. Wish I'd realised. I I feel so stupid. I I knew Mum and Dad tended to favour me, but I didn't realise how bad it was. How it made you feel, till after you left. It was too late. And then you gave me a second chance, and I just let you leave again. I'm so sorry. And I know I may not deserve it, but... Can you ever forgive me? Yeah. Yeah, I think I can manage that. But you have to forgive yourself too, okay? Aye. One thing at a time, eh? One thing at a time. So, what do we do now? I don't know. Get out of this program, for starters, then... Figure out what it is William's after and take it away from him. Violently. Preferably with explosions. I have some idea of what he's planning, but I'm missing pieces. It feels so obvious, too, like like it's staring me in the face, but I I can't see it. (laughs) Henry was always so good at that, at pointing out the obvious... When I'd be talking to myself in circles or with some daft something or other, he was there to get me back on track. Yeah, he was a really good listener. <laughs> Do you remember those black licorice candies he always used to have? Ugh, those vile things. I always hated those. He'd eat one and then immediately try to kiss me. Ugh. <laughs> one time he was getting on my nerves, so I unwrapped the entire bag and threw them all away and replaced every single one with starbursts. He was so mad, but it was so funny. I bought him two bags as an apology, but I don't think he spoke to me at all until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is pretty funny. When did that happen? Don't remember that. Oh, it was before you met him. Just after I graduated college. Honestly, I don't know how you managed to live with him, though. He was the worst roommate I ever had. Oh, you know, being in love helps. Oh, he did always leave the tap on, bless him. Oh, I think that's the centre up ahead. You know, despite all his stupid scheming, I bet William never planned on this. On what? Us. Sisters again. You were always my sister. Always will be. Yeah, you too. Let's go kick his arse. Hello, compatriots. Glad to see we all made it. Oh, Max is here. Yay. And at the center of the maze, we have 
More endless white void. Great. Whoa, hey, the room's changing. It's the shop. We're back at the shop. Okay. This is just mean. It's just how it was yesterday. No, something's off. Something's missing. I can't figure it out. I don't remember putting underdog comics in the training program. This isn't the training program. This is the program I used to trap Victor. It scanned all of our minds and used it to recreate the shop. What's your creepy program doing in the training simulator? Back at MC3, they did a diagnostic scan of the game. Similar software to this. Very similar. But I only scanned it. I didn't download it or anything. Billy. He must have found Victor before I did. He copied the program Simon put him in and used it to make the game. Bastard thief to the end. And if he knew about Victor, maybe he knew about the training simulator. Maybe this is all him. He... he's trapping us in here. He's getting us out of the way. Oh, hell no. I am not spending 30 years down here. Day five, I'm eating someone. 30 years? What is she talking about? It's a long story. But right now we need to focus up and figure out what's going on. This probably isn't an exact copy of my program. I mean, this is still Billy we're talking about. He's less of a hacker and more of a slacker, am I right? What the hell was that? Was that a joke? At a time like this? Are you the robot? Have you been the robot this whole time? I'm just saying we don't know the full situation yet, so there's no need to panic. For example, if the program was made up of our collective subconscious, why would it recreate underdog comics? Janet, Madison, Charlie, they barely have any memories of this place. Maybe it's majority rule. Most of us have years worth of memories of the shop. Or decades, like my good chum Cosmo here. That's valid. This all makes sense, but something still doesn't feel right. Victor, if this really was the program I created, it would only work on him. I coded it to match his power set specifically. Victor, are your powers working? No, I'm still blocked from everything. Wi-Fi, satellite signals. Oh, this isn't a hack. This is... Nathan. This whole day has just been Nathan toying with us. So why is it the shop? Because he knew it would hurt the most. Oh, dick. It's the best story. That's all he cares about. It's all just a series for him. Well, I hope he's ready for a goddamn finale because I'm done getting jerked around by this guy. His control over his powers must be incredible to accomplish all this. Cool. Didn't know a compliment could be so scary. So how do we escape an illusion? Escape! That's it! That's what's missing. The front door. Um, losers? What are you talking about? Door's right over there. Come on, Janet. Let's get out of here. It's okay, front door. I remember you. Whoa. Where did they go? They walked out. Like I'm about to. Not without me, you're not. Right. I'm sorry you lost this place, guys. I know how much it meant to you. Guys? Oh. Oh, I see. Of course. Share with the rest of the class? I think in order to escape the illusion, we have to will ourselves to. We have to want to leave the shop. Farewell, Underdog Comics. I always wanted you but never truly had you. You'll always be my unrequited business opportunity. Aha, the door. Easy enough. See you on the other side, friends. Are you all going to be okay? Yeah, yeah. I assume you can see the door? Yeah, it was kind of always there for me. Right. You go ahead. We'll be right behind you. I'll come with. I'm gonna miss this place and all, but gotta keep moving. (sighs) This sucks. Yeah. Like, I know it's not real, but... It feels real. It hurts. 
to see her again like this, knowing this is the last time. And I still don't want to go. I know that I wasn't always the most dedicated to the shop. I never really saw it as a priority with everything else going on, but without it, I wouldn't have ever met any of you. And you all are my family. I won't change when we walk out that door. It's crazy. I don't think I'd be the person I am without this place, and I really like me. Can I tell you guys something? It's just, I've been able to see the door since before Lorelei left. Really? Yeah, I guess I just wanted one last look around. I know she ain't much, but she's... Home. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay, count of three. One, two, three. You coming, Cosmo? I'll be there in a sec. <sighs> Bye, Dad. Is everyone okay? No! Oh god, no! What's happening to me? The full body tinglys are completely normal, by the way. Oh. Well then, yeah. All good. <sighs> I did not like the experience of that one bit. Uh, gotta say, I agree. You get used to it. <sighs> so, why would that creep trap us in there anyway? My guess? He wanted us incapacitated. Yeah, Billy's probably on his way to gather us up right now. I'm surprised he wasn't here to meet us with the police as we got out. That just means we solved Nathan's maze a wee bit faster than they planned. Then let's get out of here before we get sent to that supermax place you guys won't shut up about. Great idea, but where do we go? Anywhere. We just have to move. Fair enough. Whoa, 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 where's the rubble? The, the smoldering rubble that used to be Underdog Comics. It's, it's just an empty lot. Did the city already come and clean everything up? Why is it so cold out here? It's the middle of August. I'm wearing shorts. Was, was that a flying person? People. Those were flying people. More people exposed to the origin particles? Well, they're being pretty dumb flying around like that. Someone could see them. I'm going to check it out from the roof. Guys, probably want to see this. Whoa, what's all that stuff flying over downtown? Are those drones? They're more flying people. Holy crap, that guy just grew like 20 feet tall. Uh, I think I just saw somebody Mr. Fantastic their way across two buildings. That lady just ran up the side of Swift Industries. Simon, we're still in the simulation, right? Like, when you think you're dreaming, but it's just another dream, right? No, Madison, this is real. This is very, very real. This is insane. Every human I can scan from here, they've all been exposed to the origin particles. My god. It's a city of supers? That son of a bitch, he actually did it. Uh, guys, you should look at your phones. Why? So you can tell me mine's broken. Holy shit. That can't be right. This isn't happening. How is it February? Billy must have reversed the time inversion that Simon's program had. He made six months feel like 20 minutes. We missed Halloween. Long time no see, underdogs. Quinn? Quinn in a really bitchin' suit. You have all been placed under arrest by the Bureau of Superhuman Defense. Comply or be terminated. Guys, can somebody explain what I'm looking at right now? It's us. They're us. Oh, we're much, much better than you. God, I forgot how pathetic they all were. Good job, team. Take a knee a sec, will ya? William, what have you done? I saved all of us from you. I gave power back to the people. And in return, they've given me a world full of glorious potential. A world? 
this isn't just McKinney City. Not even close. Director, permission to terminate the fugitives with extreme prejudice. Jesus, she's ready to go, huh? Hey, better idea. Let's book them. Give them a ride downtown. We have a whole new world to show them. By Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, Cass Fredrickson, and Chelsea Kern. Associate produced by Matt Bennett and Mark Ibarra. Starring Andrew Ball as Simon Holt, Rachel Gatlin as Charlotte Swim, Nick Jimenez as William Medina, Chelsea Kern as Gretchen West, Zach Luna as Joel Vickers. Matt Mazel as Elliot Markowitz. Paul Mackey as Cosmo Peters. Jay Malone as Victor Conrad. Kristen Miller as Janet Stokely. Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen. Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson. Scott Tofty as Max Carmichael. Natalie Van Sistine as Madison Powers. And Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift. Additional voice work by Mirren Kennedy. Casting by Chelsea Kern. Filling the Void, written by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, and Cass Fredrickson. Directed by Scott Corelli and Cass Fredrickson. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Tofty. Credits read by Brian Brown. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to any real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2023, Dueling Genre Productions. Thanks for listening.